Welcome back to the Third Wheel Podcast at night. Uh, huh? You <sighs> see? <laughs> uh, I'm so sorry. Let me do that again. Welcome back to the Third Wheel Podcast at night. <sighs> I'm Caleb, and I'm Darcy. We are coming at you live from the studio the day after Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day, Darcy. Thank you. Well, how was your Valentine's Day? Did you do anything fun? Uh, I worked, and then I went to go do youth group with the kids I work with at the church, and then I came home at 9 o'clock at night, where I got to walk into a fridge full of Wack Claws and some chocolate-dipped strawberries that Paul handmade because I talked about them looking good. That's the best thing I've ever heard. That's so sweet. Here, this is a picture of them. Oh, those look great. Right. I already ate like half of them right there because I just like I saw them and I just started launching. You were like, I should probably take a picture. No, Paul was the one. He was like, did you even take a picture of them? (laughs) They're so pretty. I did say like he made like the whole like shebang to it. And I was like, okay, I guess I should take a picture. Did you even do the woman thing (laughs) and take a picture of your food? (laughs) No, I just shoved it in my mouth. (laughs) Admittedly, I also do the woman thing and take a picture of my food. So, you know, hey, whatever. (laughs) But yeah, that was really sweet. It was really unexpected. I didn't expect him to do that. Yeah, I was also serving with you, so I'm in, I'm serving in students now. I normally just hand out the food to the kids, but this time, since my fiance was out, she normally handles the computer stuff. So I had started uh, doing that. They showed me how to switch slides during worship, so that was kind of cool. But the day before, we went to Darcy's favorite restaurant, and now she's angry with me. So rude. I know. We were supposed to all go together, but they had a last minute cancelization. So. For a family emergency. Mm-hmm. That lasted like an hour, and then <laughs> it was over. Well, the family emergency <laughs> lasted like 10 hours. But. Yeah. And it was, I would. I didn't even want to go. I thought it was going to be fine, and then Paul was like, hey, by the way, I'm going, if you want to go or not. Yeah. And, and it, I was and then, like, man. At that point, your hands are tied. Like, <laughs> right, what are you supposed right. to do? So. Like, now I got to go. <laughs> I know. That sucks, but I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to be honest with you. So we went to Texas Day Brazil. I don't know if any locals listen to this know what we're talking about, but it's a super high-end restaurant. I mean, you could probably describe it better, Darcy. You used to work there. I mean, it's just a Brazilian steakhouse, all-you-can-eat steak and mashed potatoes and really fancy salad bar with different types of cheeses and their lobster bisque soup. Oh, my God, I love their lobster bisque soup so much. Yeah, so I made a point to get the soup, as you told me last time, because you said you'd kill for it. (laughs) It is really good, but I would say for me, I can only eat like a bowl of it because it's so rich that your throat starts to hurt. (laughs) You know what I mean? I put some of the, we actually used to put, what did we used to put in it? Some of the mozzarella balls. Okay, cool. Um, And dip like our mozzarella balls in the lobster bisque. I don't know. It was really I good. knew that was mozzarella balls. They were like, you want some bread? And I was like, that is not bread. That's straight up cheese. <laughs> she fried. <laughs> no, the bread. They do put down cheesy bread. Yeah. It's not it, just a ball of, no, they have specific like mozzarella balls up at the okay. salad. It's literally, that, that thing though is a ball of cheese. You it's know what cheesy I mean? bread. I, I get it, but it, it's literally cheese with a little bit of breading over <laughs> yeah. it. I'm not complaining. It was good. I'm just saying that's what it was. They they tried to pass it off as bread. (laughs) And that's a lie. (laughs) So uh, first Valentine's Day with with somebody. Um, So that was pretty cool. So we exchanged gifts and everything. And it was, you know, pretty pricey. But it was was pretty worth it. I've been working a lot of overtime. So um, let me see. I will say, I'm going to be honest with you. It's still not my favorite restaurant. Just because, and it's not. 
to do with the flavor of the food. It's just because I'm not a steak person, and almost everything they bring you is is steak related. And, I'm not and, a steak person either, but they have a bunch of options. I know, and I, I had their chicken, I had their their garlic chicken, their parmesan chicken, and guys, they bring it over on a on a whole steak, and they bring the steak Stop, by. I'm so hungry. And if you and if and if you want it, <laughs> I wasn't it, hungry, and now I am. And if you want it, they cut it off and put it on there, right? And so I had, I, I mean, their top sirloin was good, their New York strip was good. But, you know, and it was it was good. I'm just, I'm not a steak person. And so then I was like, you know, they brought the chickens by. I got the chicken. And then I got the, uh, I said no to the lamb because I already just know I don't like lamb. Do you like uh, lamb? Their lamb there is actually pretty good. Okay. I just, I'm not. Even, even places that you don't like lamb, that, that place has some pretty good lamb. And I believe you, but I'm like, yeah, it's just, I don't like the texture and the flavor. It you just should have at least tried it. I'm sure I had it last time. It didn't stick out to me. Okay. Then their sausages. Their sausages were good. Like I couldn't. I couldn't say no to that. You look like a sausage lover. Very much so. As as one of one of the comments that YouTube <laughs> automatically blocked was so nice to point out. You know, he 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 was very nice to tell me that I look like I love sausage, and he used other words and he used colors to describe it. But Big, ginormous sausages. <laughs> yeah, of a of a certain of variety of color. <laughs> but but he said in all love, you know, he, he was giving me a compliment. And I was like, thank you. So I took that as I'm a good looking guy. So, you know, I, I still left that comment blocked, but <laughs> I, I didn't block it. Someone, you know, YouTube did that for me. So as it does to a lot of comments, actually, I was surprised with how many you, YouTube be looking out for me. You know what I mean? So pretty cool. So, okay. I have a question for you. Okay, cool. What you got? Do you think that when you're in a relationship with someone that automatically makes them your, their you guys like each other's valentine or do you think that you should still go out of your way to ask them yeah you should ask women like to be courted they like to be pursued and i know as time goes on that tends to not not die, i won't say die out but you know like you've been together for a while and it starts to like become less like uh emotional the emotion starts to die down a bit the the tensions aren't as high that kind of stuff but women always like to be pursued so you always want to make sure that especially valentine's day like you know, you don't have to get the most expensive gift, but look like you put some effort into it. Like you got something thoughtful. If you can write something down, do it. I'm not a writer, but you got to make a point to write stuff down for your significant other. Women love that stuff. Women love to be pursued, so you never want to stop pursuing them. If you hear a dog in the background, sorry. <laughs> it kind of kills the mojo sometimes. But did I answer your question or did I dodge it? Yeah. Um, I feel the same way. I, I feel like you should still ask. And even if the other yep. person thinks it's a dumb like some i don't know sometimes girls say that they think something's dumb but then when you don't do it their feelings still get hurt right so and it's really funny too because i guess i'm not the same person i was a year ago mm. um i don't remember this but apparently i told paul last year i think valentine's day is the stupidest thing ever and not to get me anything not to even waste his time because it's just dumb yeah and this year i was like are you gonna ask me to be your valentine <laughs> and he was like what and i was like i just i just want something i just want to make it known i want something you know mm. and so we were like laying in bed and he was like okay will you be my valentine <laughs> and i was like no you can't ask like that <laughs> i was like you need to ask in a nice way <laughs> yeah see for my fiance i was working toward it and it was the same it was the same thing with you where it's like uh she tells me, we ask me, and I, I should have already known this. I, I got to practice what I preach. You know, I got to ask her again, you know, even though we already talked about it and stuff, but you, you got to have an official, will you be my Valentine? You have yeah. to, you have to, yeah. right? 
So my bad for forgetting, because, again, I got to practice what I preach. But she said, you haven't asked me yet, right? And so I was like, okay, cool. So I was like, oh, well, I'm not just going to say it. I was trying to build up to, you know, I, well, you know, I love you. When we've had some great time, you know, we're having great times together. We're going to get married here in the next couple months. And then she's like, you're not saying it. And I was like, I will if you let me build. I'm trying not to rush into it. Like, right. like I, was I missing something? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> I And it was funny, too, because when I got home, like, whatever he got me, like, wasn't like obvious that yeah. he got me so when i walked in the door i immediately wanted to be like you didn't get me anything but then i was like no i'll be patient because maybe it's in the room yeah. maybe it's somewhere i'm like not seeing maybe it's and gonna it was, pop out of a cake <laughs> yeah but he had it in the garage fridge oh, that's um cute. and so whenever i just so happened to have something i need to put in our fridge which is yeah. really funny and so he was like oh i'll come help you and i was like why do i need help and immediately I was like, oh, he has it in the garage. I was like, why would he have it in the garage? That's stupid. <laughs> and we opened the garage door and there's nothing in the garage. I'm like, why is he acting weird? And then I, when I opened the fridge, was when I was like, oh, and he had the little chocolate-covered roses and a card and the claws mm-hmm. right next to it because that's my favorite cheap alcoholic yeah. beverage. Yeah. If I'm going out, I don't want a white claw. I want liquor. <laughs> but I'm not responsible enough to have a bottle of liquor at home because yeah. <laughs> I'll just finish it. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> At least I'm aware, self-aware. Yeah, good I will job s- me. <laughs> I didn't have fiber. <laughs> Thank you, producer. <laughs> All right, I got a question for you, Darcy, non-Valentine related, and I think this, this is what I want the topic to be for today. I'm gonna ask it in a way where it leaves it open for interpretation, but don't take it the wrong way. <laughs> is age just a number? <laughs> but no. Uh, in all seriousness, does age equal maturity? I know we touched on it in past episodes, but I'm going to go in for it today. I've been wanting to talk about this story for quite a quite a while, actually. This particular experience I had with someone over the past couple months, and I'm kind of uh, over the span of a few months, and I'm, I finally feel like I'm ready to talk about it and kind of get into it. It's been, you know, it's been, I feel like it's been a long time coming, and I've wanted to talk about it. But uh, I don't know. I just felt like there's a chance this person could be listening. I didn't want to be rude. I don't want to embarrass anybody. That's never mind. That's never really my intention, unless we're talking about a celebrity who can take that kind of thing. But in this instance, I am talking about a very personal experience. But I'm going to start by laying the foundation. Is age? Does age equal maturity? If you're older, does that automatically mean you already got stuff figured out? You're mature for your age. That type of stuff. A lot of people say that. A lot of people treat it that way. You know what I mean? But what do you, what do you think? Um, it should. I, I think age should equal maturity. And as yeah. you age, you should be figuring things out. Um, is that the way it works? No. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, I mean, I mean, realistically, it should work that way. As you age, you mature, you learn things, mm-hmm. you grow, you don't make the same mistakes. Or if you do make the same mistakes, you're more aware to not make it again and again. Right. Um, and you should be able to accumulate some life experiences and grow out of, you know, that party stage yeah. or that stage where, you know, you were just, I don't know, hooking up with people or the stage of Absolutely. smoking weed or, you know, like yeah. the, you, you should be growing out of those things. Um, and like props to you if you never got into them. But I'm just saying, you know, I am always very surprised when I see a 52 year old man that still yeah. smokes weed and still hooks up with girls from the bar. I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, you are not 20, sir. 
<laughs> I know. You know, actually, that's there. There's some things now being engaged, or even being with a girlfriend. I just can't do anymore for that. For like, kind of what you're talking about. Like, I can't go into a bar and just sit down by myself anymore. I have to go with people. Because back in the day, when I wanted to talk to somebody, that's what I would do: is just go in and sit down and start ordering drinks, and then just looking pretty. I guess I'd I'd, I'd say I'd say just sit there and just kind of look like I'm keeping to myself. And I'm, I'm telling you, they just they just come up and sit next to you and just start talking. It's really not that hard. It's almost like you're putting up your flag and being like, you know, open for business. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, I can't do that anymore because, you know, I'm with somebody and it's going to be permanent here pretty soon. So it's like, um, so you would say even just doing that's a sign of immaturity. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Interesting. Im- so, okay. My definition of immaturity is um, just not not learning from life experiences. That's fair. Um, And so when you're, like I said, 52 and you have a, you know, 23 year old being like, what are you doing? Yeah. You know, it's like, yeah, that's, that's immaturity. I agree. Um, You should have, there's no like definitive age because everybody goes through different things. And, you know, like for me, it took me a little, well, I was, I still think I was ahead of the game, but you know, as far as the American dream of move out at 18, complete school, do buy a house by this age, have yeah. kids, you know, but as far as that goes, I am like behind, but it's just not realistic in general anymore at all anyways. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but when I, you know, got out of rehab, I was almost mm-hmm. 20 yeah, and I had zero to, to put into my life. So to be able to just turn around and move out and have a good job and have mm-hmm. a career going and be ready for this or do that, like just wasn't realistic for me right? because of my life circumstance. And there's some people that, you know, um, struggle a lot later than I did. You know, I happen to be a teen when I went through my adult party phase. Yeah. So, you no. know, there are some people coming up their rehab or their lifestyle at 28 that mm. have nothing to go off of. So True. that's understandable. Um, if you're not where you're at or where you expected to be at or where society says you should be at, but there's still like a mental maturity mm-hmm. that can come with a lot of those life experiences. Um, I agree. So, so what do you think's the difference between someone who is immature or just makes the same mistake again? Or is there a difference? Does that, does that make sense? Um, I think somebody that's making the same mistake again will admit that they're struggling yeah, and they're having a hard time with it. Whereas in someone that's immature will find a way to blame others for the situation they're at in life yeah, and won't take accountability. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I can agree with that. So we have different definitions, I guess, of like what is considered mature and immature. Um, I don't, I don't smoke weed, right? But you would say that's a sign of immaturity. I think it's a I, I, to me it's in the same vein as just regular smoking or drinking. To me it's the same. To me it's the same thing. Okay? I don't smoke and I don't smoke or weed either, but if somebody me, could realistically sit there and smoke weed on special occasions, I wouldn't yeah. see a problem with it. Right. But I've never met somebody that can be controlled with marijuana substance. Well, you, you can't be controlled with smoking cigarettes either. You can't do that once every now and then. Once you're addicted, you you have to have one, right? I've met people that do smoke occasionally. Oh, I'm, Maddie I'm smokes sure. occasionally. I get that. But oh, I, I'm saying, sorry. but like, no, no, you're good. No, and it, and people can smoke occasionally. Right. But people that now, but but a lot of people just smoke cigarettes. Would you say they're mature? And that you know, it's hard to quit, right? I wouldn't say they're mature. You know, 
I wouldn't say like they're immature, but smoking cigarettes also doesn't like alter your brain function. Like, yeah, I don't know. Okay. Have you ever talked to like a pothead? <laughs> like they're pretty dumb <laughs> most of the time. I try not to hang with pot. No, so, I mean, I'm sure I have, but I'm not like, I don't really hang with those people that much because they're, they're so boring. If you, know? you they're boring. If you try to talk to a pothead, you're going to yeah. feel like your brain cells are dying as you're having a conversation with them. And I know what you mean. But it's like when, once I'm bored with somebody like that in a conversation, I tend to find a way out of it just because I, I, I got to be like having a good back and forth. If it's like, yeah, yeah I don't know what I don't talk to that many potheads because like I said, once I'm bored, I'm done. But if it's like, yeah, dude, yeah, you know, and it's just like a dead end. Like right. I'm not even going to bother. Especially because most of the people I meet that smoke pot, I'm not going to say it's like and all be all you smoke weed, you're immature. Like I said, I, I've known people yeah. that. Or I haven't known people that um, can just pick it up occasionally and be like, oh, it's 420, so I'll smoke weed. (laughs) Oh, it's Christmas, so I'll smoke weed. Like anyone that I know that smokes weed, like smokes weed. All of their finances go towards it. So you're being financially irresponsible. Um, Most of the time they don't have a good job because if you have a good job, they're drug testing or they're screening or there's some type of thing to it. So you're going to have a lower grade uh, job. Yeah. And um, if you're smoking weed, like most of the time I see that, um, like they're just kind of like they have a messy lifestyle. I get, um, and I get so that. to me, that points to immaturity. Um, if you're, like I said, in your 50s and doing mm-hmm. that. Now, people that are in their early 20s and like whatever you're figuring things yeah. out. Um, I, you know, if you're 22 and you smoke weed, I don't automatically deem you as immature. I just right. see that you're going through kind of like that mm-hmm. phase in life. Um, but when you're doing that much later in life, I'm like, yeah. dude, like you didn't grow out of this. You didn't mature. You didn't get wiser with age and sure. learn that, you know, this is something you need to le- like leave behind to succeed in different areas. Yeah. So like is smoking weed in general immature? Not necessarily, but I'm talking about. That's something that as you oh, yeah. get older, you stop doing. When you, well, I guess uh, if you stay in the mindset of like it affects your lifestyle to where you're, you're now a lot of people say weed will make you lazy, but I, Joe Rogan would argue this and I kind of agree. It's like, if you're a lazy person, weed's going to just keep you doing that. You know, it's not going to help you. You're not going to be more productive with it. If you're right. lazy, if you're already a lazy person, weed makes that worse. Right. right. So, um, where's I going with that? Let me tell you, cause I'm trying to get my memory trained back. Um, <laughs> excuse me. Let me see. Yeah. If if you, like you're describing, you're letting it affect, like, okay, you're going to smoke weed and eat too much, or your house is going to be a mess, or you're late for work, you're smoking weed and you're still working at McDonald's, you're not a manager, you're just doing, you're just working to pay for your weed habits. Like, yeah, I get that. You shouldn't be in your 50s, still kind of live in like you're 20. Right. You know what I mean? And I think that's really what you're getting at. So not so much smoking weed, period. It's more so like, you know, working to buy more weed <laughs> and being stuck in that, like right. you're stuck there. Yeah. So I get that. Um, in my experience, I've only come across toxic people. Well, toxic's the wrong word. I've only come across people who take the age thing to an extreme. So I had a coworker who I, I would say, well, she was bipolar, but she would yell at me. Because and she would say like, well, you know, you're you're 22 and you're acting like you're 60, you know, cause, just because like I, I don't know, she she had a weird way of thinking, a weird warped way of thinking where anytime I said something, she just took offense to it, and then she would bring up my age, like you're so young and you think you know everything. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> you know what I mean? But then there's lesser uh, extremes too, where I am, 
on a dating app. And this was a while ago, obviously. <laughs> but I'm on Tigzusk, for example. Have you heard of Zusk? No. <laughs> it's a, for a while it was it wasn't bad actually. I was getting some decent conversations from it. But there was one that was going really well, and I thought, like, this might actually be, like, pretty decent. And then she was like, oh, shoot, I didn't realize you're only 20, I think I was 26. And she was like, uh, sorry, I'm, I just need someone older right now. And I was like, I don't know what you're going to get from a guy in his 40s who probably doesn't have it all figured out. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, what, what are you going to get from a guy who's just older? You know what I mean? That I probably wouldn't be able to provide. Because I was still working a good job. I was still doing pretty much everything right. Still saving. Still... Uh, I didn't even start the podcast yet, I don't think. But I was like, you know, I didn't see that as a proper disqualifier. Well, she probably, because how old was she? She was my age, about 26. Oh, okay. I was about to say, she probably just sees you as a child, but if she's this, never mind. <laughs> yeah, but. <laughs> That's but, funny. So what am I missing then? Like, I mean, I, I just don't get what her deal was. What am I missing? What was her, what could her mindset have been? What uh, was she going for? A majority for? of men in their 20s are normally just immature. Right. Um, like, and that was, because when I was 19, I went on a lot of dates with people in their 30s. Yeah. Um, and I, I really wanted to take things slow and just kind of like date, you yeah. know? Sure. And then men in their 30s, it was like, when I went on a date with them, it was like, they were ready to like pursue serious mm. stuff and not mess around, which was great. But yeah. I was like, okay, I'm 19. I'm not ready for that. Right. Um, you know, like I, I'm not ready to like have kids in the next few years. I'm not ready to, you know, like be a wife. I'm, I'm ready to mm -hmm. like party and go have fun. Yeah. And like, if I have someone to enjoy that life experience with cool, but also if I don't like also cool, cause I'll get more free drinks, <laughs> you know, like that was kind of my mindset. And I realized like, okay, I'm not ready for, for this age group. Yeah. Um, and so men in their twenties, it was really easy to have small flings with them or go yeah. out a time or two or have, you know, like kind of whatever I was wanting in that time. And, you know, of course at the time I wasn't, um, with a Christian mindset yeah, towards anything. Sure. So, you know, it was hookup culture and, you yeah. know, all of that. Um, but you know, so I can definitely see a woman that's 26 being like, yeah, no, I, I don't want to date someone in their 20s. I want mm -hmm. someone in their 30s. I want someone that's ready to like move forward in life that is already stable in their career because most most people aren't, you know, and like, should she have taken the time to ask if you were like, yeah. maybe, you know, because. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. I, I really do feel like she jumped the gun on that. And don't get me wrong. It worked out, guys. Like I said, I'm, I'm engaged now soon to be married, like actually sooner than I would have thought, you know what I mean? But uh, I'm, I'm just talking like in you know, from past experiences, I think it's very relevant to this discussion because there were so many roadblocks I've hit in the dating world. I'd say where someone was just like, Ooh, older. I want older. Yeah. You know what I mean? I just, some people really think that just age translates to emotional maturity. And I just, I just disagree. I really do. And I got some good examples here. Like I got some really solid examples. I think that we'll hopefully get into. I have a, mm, Okay. This might be controversial. So, well, I was laying down foundation for this discussion, but if you want to go straight <laughs> into disagreeing, let's do it. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, guys. So, as looking as a whole, not at individuals. Okay. okay. So, I'm not saying this is the way it always is. Um, unless your significant other passed, the most mature age you're going to find for dating is going to be men in their early 30s mm -hmm. as a whole. People in their 20s want party. They're not ready to settle down. They're not set in their career. Men in their early 30s are, you know, getting set in their career. They may or may not have already bought a house by then, too. 
Um, you know, like they have everything going, they're ready to settle down and get going and be serious. Men that are, I would say past 35, if they're looking to date, if they've always been single, there's something wrong with them. Yeah. If they were divorced, um, you know, not, it's not always the guy's fault, but you know, right. Um, I, I've definitely met some crazy women. I mean, yeah. Um, you no know, <laughs> um, but you know, if you're divorced and have kids and all of that, it's like, okay, what's your goal here? Like you want to settle yeah. down again or <laughs> do, do you, you want to mess around do, or do you, you remember know? that date I told you about online? Where uh, we were playing in the back seat with like yes. her plastic toys. You remember that? <laughs> yeah. That was funny. <laughs> Shout out to that episode. Go watch that. That was uh, um, very early. But I was going to say, she, uh, where's I going with that? I don't know. But I remember where <laughs> I was going with mine. I'm going to have to cut so that out. So <laughs> 35 and beyond, um, if, unless it was like, you know, divorce that wasn't your fault yeah. or like maybe your significant oh. other died. I know I was going Then to. like most of the time I find that they're super immature too. Yeah. Um, and so I would say like your sweet spot for dating, if you're looking to settle down and be serious is 30 or 35 with men. Right. I remember. So that girl that I was describing, she said like, uh, so what's wrong with you? And I was like 24 <laughs> and I was like, nothing, <laughs> you know, cause like I was dating for keeps, you know, to be serious. And then she was asking why, why aren't you already married? I guess is what she was trying to say. But immediately she came out with a slap of like, what's wrong with you? And I was like, <laughs> nothing. That's such a funny question. Well, I like, I get that question, I but do. to ask somebody at 24, that I know. Like, that's what I'm saying. Funny. And like you said, like if I was 36, you know, right. I'd be like, Hey, what's wrong with you? No, no never married. No kids. <laughs> like, that's a good question. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Uh-huh, yep. And we're going to get there. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. Oh God. So okay, that's that's the story I'm building too. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Wow. I just really led you into that one, didn't I? <laughs> well, that's where do you think I got the number thirty six from? That's funny. I didn't. I didn't even intentionally lead into that. Yeah. So we'll get there. So, but um. Anyway, I ran into the same issue with another person online who now at this point she was eighteen and we met online. And she was at, and she started, the, the message started, it was a very interesting way to start a conversation. I, and I don't know why she asked me because I thought the ages were displayed, but she said, how old are you? I'm looking for someone older. And she didn't do it in like a playful, like, you know, daddy way, but Ew, it, I know. God, don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> I got news for you, Darcy. That's how I talk. <laughs> We've been friends for coming up on four years now. God, that was gross. But like I said, it wasn't in a playful, like, she was flirting with me. She was asking. She was like, how old are you? I'm, at this point, I'm looking for someone older. And I was like, well, and I think at this point I was 27. So I was like, 27, you know. And she's like, okay. And then we talked for a little bit. But it just wasn't going anywhere. But I had already learned at that point, 18-year-olds are not the way to go. <laughs> like, I'm not. And she seemed more mature for her age than most 18-year-olds. But I was like, I learned my lesson at this point. I am not about... Like any, like you're talking about learning from mistakes. Anyone who has not learned from their mistake, she would have been the fourth time around had I actually tried to keep talking to her. Like you're, you're, you're an idiot. I'm sorry. Like especially with something big like that, uh, an actual age difference. Like I'd argue age equaling maturity is a lot more relevant when you're 18 years old. You know, or you know, but yeah, or even I below f- that. I even found started. when I was 19, the oldest I was willing to go. After the experience with a couple of different people in their early thirties, yeah, uh, was probably about twenty seven. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and and you're again. This is your looking for a party guy phase, not even like some some serious. I wasn't like, well, I wasn't against something serious, but I wanted somebody to have fun with me. Yeah, you know, like I I didn't want somebody that like was, was gonna like, go to bed at eight thirty. Right, 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 right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You know, like I I was still in my my party phase. I didn't necessarily need it to be this like open relationship or this no. hookup only or this friends with Bennett. You know, like I yeah. I was fine with serious, but I wanted somebody to have fun with me. Um, and I didn't see that happening with a lot of these guys in their early thirties cause they went through the stage of going out and having fun and now they're ready to just, you know, have a simple life. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I don't know if I'll ever get to that point because <laughs> like going out is fun, but I don't know. I'm also only 24. So yeah, I was going to say like, I, I, when I go out and party at 28, which is what I'm at now, I feel it. Like, <laughs> okay. That's and fair. I, and I feel it in a way I've never felt it before. <laughs> like when I, when I was 19, I, I, yeah you just feel the hangover yeah you know what i mean i didn't even get hangovers at 19 right now i do yeah but like oh god this sucks well (laughs) the the first couple times were like i I blacked out because i didn't know how to manage it which i can't do now right but but now like if i get if i go too much now it's like it's not just like a hangover now now it's like your whole body is in pain the whole day and your stomach is sick and you're it's just it's bad it affects my whole day yeah and uh, anyway, so but that's not something that happens when you're that age, 21, 22. Like, it's just like, you're fine. You can still go to work. I used to do that. So do but, you think that, okay, do you think that age gaps are uh, different between men and women on what they find acceptable? Because like for me, I'm 24 now. Yeah. And like if I wasn't with Paul, it would deeply disturb me to think of going with, out with an 18 year old. Oh, but I guess I'm missing your question. I got that last part. I was like, yeah, I feel sick too. But, <laughs> but <laughs> so, like, do you think do you think it's um, different when girls go down in age versus when guys go down in age? So, like, yeah, but not for any. I don't think it's for any significant reason. Unless our audience disagrees, feel free. We get we're getting a bigger audience now. We hit 200 subscribers today. So if if some of y'all listen to this and have something to chime in, please do. Honestly, I read them and I respond. Even if they're not appropriate, even if they're hateful, I, I respond. And uh, but it's I would say it's more if it falls into the double standard territory where it's not socially acceptable for an older woman to date a younger guy, and for guys like it's I mean it, everyone high fives each other when an older guy gets a younger woman, and they'll be like, how much money? Like really, how much you paying her? You know, and it's more seen as like a trophy thing. People leave their older wives or their same age wives to be with someone half their age. You know what I mean? Um, so, but I wouldn't say anything significant as far as men and women, unless you disagree. I mean, that's why we have your your woman co-host on this show. Do you, do you think it's different between man and woman if one goes down in age? Um, it's down. I don't know if it's just because of a society thing. But, like, I do feel differently about it. Um, What's different for you, then, if you were to do it but, but versus... And I'll tell you if it's the same or different for a guy. I feel like, overall, generally, girls mature quicker than guys do. Mm-hmm. Um, so I find when a woman goes down in age, she's signing up for someone, like, super immature. Whereas in when a guy goes down in age, a lot of times they can find a similar maturity with a younger woman. I think it's... You think it's the same across I, the board? I, I do. Now, of course, it always varies per, for the individual. And I would agree with you that, like, when it, yeah, when it, when a girl, if an older woman's going to date a younger guy, absolutely, like, there's a chance the guy's going to do something else or be immature. But it, it's no different. It's not going to be different either way. So let me tell you, when a 
when a woman dates a younger guy, if she's going to date, if she's like 35 and falls in love with an 18 year old, he might say he's committed. But by the, I mean, if he's a good looking guy and maybe he didn't have confidence before, or you know, he's going to hit 25 and be like, man, I really should have screwed around before I got married. You know, that, that's what I'm finding. I, I've, I've, I've been with, and I don't mean been with, I've just had good conversations with older women who married someone half their age and they left because they realized, man, I could have been pulling like some really young people my age or some really pretty women or I never had a, a hoe phase and they get, they went to, they want to sleep around. They never kind of like had that experience. So they'll, they'll leave because they realize they married too early. And then if you flip it the other way, an older guy dating a younger woman, which is what I kind of ended up running into. And, you know, we agree, like, you should never date someone like 18, 19, 20. It's really not a good time for to dating someone. But what ends up happening is the same thing. Maybe they don't really, it, it's not the same where a woman's like, oh, I could have been sleeping around. But it's really just more so like, I wouldn't say get bored. But they just don't know who they are yet. So if they're if they're like prone to lying to their parents, they're gonna start lying to you. But they if they have like an identity problem, and they don't really know what they're looking for. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like once they find out who they are, by then they they start having thoughts of like, well, we're just growing apart, or you're not the same person mm-hmm. I married. You know what I mean? But yeah. the, their perspective shifts to where they're thinking, well, I was young and dumb, and I married someone older when I should have been like figuring out myself first and then they'll have a midlife crisis and take off. Mm. That's what I think happens. And it's for different reasons, but I'd say okay. the problem is the same Okay, is when the, when, once a younger person figures out who they are, they realize the person they married at 18, 19, 20 isn't who they want to be with forever. Yeah. Not every time. Like I said, individuals different, but like an 18 year old can make a promise they can't keep because they just don't understand the weight of that promise. Yeah. If I was 18 and I, I got hit on by quite a few people that were in their 40s at that age, 18 to 22. I mean, and it still happens, but like, it, I mean, it was just like, I've always been emotionally mature for my age. So I've always been able to connect with those people better. And then I'll, I'd get a pass from them or a text saying, hey, do you want to come over? Um, and I just knew like, it just wasn't a bad, it just wasn't a good idea, you know? And I, I knew, and a lot of them had that issue already where they married someone younger and they were trying to do the same thing with me. And it just what it's like. Did you not learn your lesson the first time? Mm. But yeah, I was having an identity crisis, and I knew I was. So I was like, I'm not even going to bother because I, I don't even know who I am yet. But agree or disagree? Yeah, you, I think everything yeah. you said sounds good. Makes pretty sense. good. Yeah, I'd say yeah. Same. It's the same for both both genders. It's an identity. Once a person who's younger figures out who they actually are, sometimes someone who's 18 has a lot of things happen to them when they're younger with their parents or something really bad and it forces them to mature pretty quickly but i mean good luck finding one of those that's actually gonna stick with you kind of to the end because they don't know who they are yet especially if they've had some developmental setbacks but so what do you think like kind of the biggest age gap in your brain is appropriate for what's the maximum age difference before it gets weird yeah okay hmm. and like i'm not i'm not talking about like like let's set the base age as let's say this person girl or guy let's say they're like 23 you know how they, high up should they date they're yeah because like obviously the older you get the bigger the distance the less a deal you know like a a 40 year old with a 55 year old is less 
of an age gap than a, you know, 15 year old with a 30 year old. Well, Mm -hmm. that's a minor. So like, obviously, but (laughs) (laughs) But you get what I'm saying. Yeah. We talked about, yeah, we talked about double standards before. I still think it plays into a double standard. When you have an older woman that's dating someone half her age, everyone's like, okay, how much money does she have? Nobody, nobody's seriously doing that with a serious, with a serious age difference like that from woman to man where the boy's younger, like everyone's like, how much money does she have? There's no way they're doing that for love. It's a sugar, sugar mama situation. Mm. And then when it's flipped, when a guy in his forties is dating someone who's 28 or something. Like, oh, he groomed her. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I I said, yeah. Is that not where you're going? No, but I already (laughs) said yes. So I have to stick to my original point. (laughs) Uh, Next time I'm gonna say something just like really out of pocket and see and if you like, agree yep, with it. Yeah. I agree. Wait, <laughs> yeah. like that. No. So you um, think it's acceptable for a 15 year old to date a 30 year old? Nice try. <laughs> <laughs> ain't throwing me under the bus like that. Tell you what, enough people listen to this and try to spin it. <laughs> I don't need that. But anyway, biggest. Uh, what's the baseline? Someone's a, a mature person. What age are we going to say someone's got their identities, should have their identity figured out? Like, what let's age? say they're like 23. Let's say they've got like enough figured out to be able to make that kind yeah. of commitment. What What do you think a 23-year-old is the oldest can go without it being like, ooh? For a... And like, like let's for, say they're ideally put together, not for, like an immature 23-year-old. If, that, if a guy is going to date a woman younger, no more than 15 years. 10's pushing it. But I would say, like, because it's different. Like, women, for some reason, they'll marry a guy 20 years older and be happy, and they actually love that person. So you think as a as a 23-year-old, that cutoff should probably be about 33? Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. For a woman dating a man who's younger, a, 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 younger, a younger man, a young man, seven years. I'm going to go seven years. I'm gonna so cut- you do find a difference. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a, and it's, and it's a gender thing. I will 100% admit okay. to it. Yeah. So, any any other questions before we talk about personal experiences again? <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready to get onto the stories. Um, any other questions? I'm I'm happy to address. I don't think so. I well, I'll I'll say from from my statement. Um, so I I agree with kind of that ten year range. Yeah. Um, and more so, and not even necessarily because it becomes weird after that, but more so from a place of like. Y'all are from completely different generations. You're not going to have enough in common. Yeah. No, no I, and I agree with that. Oh, my producer's saying we got a word from our sponsor. Please stand by for a word. Hi, my name's Caleb. You're watching the Third Wheel Podcast at night. Enjoy. Man, that was deep. I love that. Thank you, sponsor. All right, Darcy, where were we at? I'm lost. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm just going to ignore I'm that. cutting out your lost part because it made perfect sense to me. So anyway, Whatever. we should let me finish talking for you interrupted. <laughs> so now it's going to be harder to edit. <laughs> but all right. So I'm ready to get to story time now. And I think we were at the end of the questions that you had, and I thought they were pretty good questions. However... <clears throat> Yeah, I'm just ready to get story time. Uh, yeah, unless you had any more questions, that's what I was doing. I was asking if you had anything else, and you're like, eh. No. All right. I've been holding these, this story in for quite a while. Because like I said, I'm not... I don't ever really... Unless they're a celebrity, I really try not to embarrass anybody. 
And I was this person that I was kind of talking to for a little bit, never really listened to the show anyway, even when I was asking him to. I'd say it's guys want to be pursued too a little bit, at least shown an interest, like at least pretend to be interested in the stuff we're interested in. So when I'm telling this person I had a podcast, I was like, you know, you should listen to this episode. And they'd be like, okay, and then just never do it. That says a lot to me. That says a lot about like, you know, you're not at least at least not taking me seriously. I understand you don't have to listen to every single episode in existence. That's fine. But I was like, hey, I think you'd like this. I want to hear your thoughts on it. Get, give this a listen. And they're like, sure. And they just never did it. So I don't think they listen is the point I'm trying to make. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Tangent. <laughs> We're living a trauma here. <laughs> you're triggering me. <laughs> but anyway. So there is this person I met at church. And hmm, she pretended to be interested in our Monday group. So me, a full context, me and Darcy lead a Monday group Bible study. And it's we've been going for years, and it's going really good. Mm-hmm. And a friend of ours had brought this individual along. And so after she brought her along, and she hung out with us, and we all like, did she go to food that first time? Do you remember? Um, I don't remember. Yeah. So I'm going to spoil the ending. This whole The whole point of the story is to talk about how age does not mean anything for emotional maturity, right? So this person was pretty old, a lot older, a lot older than me and pretty much everyone in the group. She was 36, right? And also a pastor's kid, so I was hoping there would be a little more maturity. Well, um, she started, she reached out to me in the group chat individually, and it made me feel kind of special. I was like, oh, cool. She She saw me talking, and then she liked me. Right, and uh, turn, I found out later she did that to everybody, all the guys in the group, and saw who would take the bait first. <laughs> so, oh no! Yeah, I wasn't. You know, I won't say everybody because I think some. I think some people are still dating, but she reached out to a bunch of all the single guys, got the same like message, and was like she was kind of fishing. And of course, me, I like texting. So, and she, I thought she was attractive enough, right? So I. I say enough. That's rude. I was like, dang. <laughs> I'm sorry. You know, she wasn't my type typically, but I was like, I could, you know, I could give it a try. But we're talking and the conversation's really not there. I'm not really, I wasn't really, like really feeling it, feeling it. But I was like, let me let it breathe. And like, let me see, like maybe stuff can, do. and you even said, because you, you've been rooting for me to find somebody forever. So you mm. said, get, and you were way more lenient with this person than I was, <laughs> right? But you were saying, hey, just give us more time to breathe, and eventually feelings could develop. You know, just don't don't go based off of text. My first instinct is, like, if texting isn't going so well, then it's pro- their personality is about up to par. <laughs> you know what I mean? When I meet them in person, texting is going to be... If the texts are dry and boring, their personality is going to be boring, too. So... She had already kind of started rushing in her head. She was already saying, like, you know, no one's ever pursued me this hard. And I was like, you mean text you back? You know what I'm, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. She was already, like, talking, like, no no one's ever. And then she was like, uh, she's like, you know, well, no. Uh, at the end of both of our work days, she was like, my friends uh, made a joke about me dating a cop. And I just, uh, I didn't want to say anything. So I didn't want to tell him we were already talking like that. And I was like, what do you mean talking like that? I'm just telling, you know, we're just having normal, I think, conversations. Unless you would disagree. I think you read some of our stuff at some point. Cause I, I, I overthink just like, a, just like other people do. I'm no different. I'm confident. But I also have a tendency to overthink. And 
you know, I was like, she's already thinking we're kind of together and talking. And I was, I, and I told her like, I'm just trying to see how things go. But at one point I told her flat out that, Oh, Hey, I'm just text. I'm just being friendly. We're just, we're just texting. And then she was like, okay, cool. You know that. Oh, me too. Ha ha ha. You know, um, sorry, sorry for making it weird. And then she'd go back to the same thing of like, you know, we're talking, we're talking. It was just weird. It was so weird. And I'm not going to say bizarre yet, but anyway, I started warming up to the idea of us maybe trying it out. Had, so we, we texted and she said, are you sure? Are you sure? And I was like, you know what? I mean, I could, I could maybe see like that the texting got a lot better and we texted quite a bit and I was like, okay, I let it breathe a bit. And I was like, I could see this kind of working maybe. And we talked on the phone for the first time. She called me after work. I told her I was off. We could talk. Talked for about 45 minutes. That's pretty good. And then we had to hang up because I had something I had to get get to work on. So I was I left that situation kind of feeling like maybe. Okay. Am I am I describing okay? I think so. So the first night after we had stopped, uh, we hung up the phone, I had texted you, Darcy, and I was like, I actually think this could be a thing. She's a little bit older than what I'm used to. She was like, again, she was 36. But in another red flag here, like you brought up earlier, no kids, never married. I would agree with you. That's a red flag because mm. you should start be looking. You really should be looking at why. Now, if they're divorced with kids and they're 36, like that's different. Lots of stuff could have happened. And maybe right. it is the guy's fault, but maybe not. Maybe it's both. Maybe it's the girl's fault. Maybe the kids. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh right? <my> God. <laughs> What? <laughs> what I say? <laughs> you don't see the problem with that? The parents divorce being the kids' fault. <laughs> you piece of trash. No, 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 no. Maybe, maybe they couldn't agree on how to discipline the kid. Okay. Let me clarify. Okay. You're right. That left it a lot of room to interpret. <laughs> Let me fix that. Okay. Somebody's on the like listening to the podcast, crying, being yeah. like, "I knew it was my fault." <laughs> yeah. yeah. They could they they disagreed on how to raise them. Maybe they thought they could get kids with them, and someone didn't want kids. Maybe they thought they changed their mind later. Wh- whatever. Okay. 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 That's what I meant. <laughs> I'm glad you. Thank you. <laughs> we hit 200 subs. They all unsubscribe. We lose half yeah. back where we started. All of them have divorced parents. I blamed them. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> I got 14. So I got 14 bad. minutes left. <laughs> to tell the story i know we can go a bit over but i'm trying to get two episodes in so we go and we sit okay we go to the young adult service at church at i'm still young adult i'm not 30 yet she's not a young adult but she still hangs out with that age group cool whatever pastor's kid makes sense i guess well I was like, we had only started kind of talking like that. I hadn't said anything too, like, lovey-dovey yet. And I actually never did with her. We never got to that point because of what about what happened that night. <laughs> so I was like, let's not be weird. So I went and sat with my buddy, and we sat separate away from her, and she sat with her friends. I didn't feel a certain way about it, but she texted me during worship, and I'm, I'm into worship, and I, my phone vibrates, and I check it. And I say, as she says, you can sit with me if you want, right? I was like, okay. And I, I used a rude voice, but she was she was trying to be flirty. She's like, you can sit with us if you want. And I was like, okay. So I, I got my buddy and we moved. 
you know who you are, buddy. <laughs> I'm not gonna say your name. But we move over there, and then she starts acting weird. She won't look at me. She starts like looking over her shoulder the other way, the opposite direction of me. She gets so weird. And then when service is over, I try to talk to her, and she's like giving me one word responses. Okay, I don't know. Sure, maybe. That happened to be like a quick community night where they brought a food truck and they brought all these really cool games. And it was supposed to be a big social thing, a real short message and a big social gathering after. I'm trying to, and I didn't follow her around. I was, I I was getting some weird vibes. She was being short with me. As soon as she said, okay, to one of my questions, she got up and ran to a group of friends. She was acting weird. And it was weird to me because she had over text. She was pressuring kind of not, not too hard, but pressuring me to change my mind about dating her and talking to her like that. And are you sure we can't? So there were a couple points where I'm hanging out with my friends and I try to go to her group and talk to her. And then she just do the same thing and take off. So then I try to walk her to her car, and it's me, her, and another friend of hers. And I walk her to her car. She's not saying anything. She's not, you know, I'm, I'm trying to talk to her like we were talking over the phone, and she's just not having it, really. She wasn't being rude, but I was I was like, okay, I know some, I've seen this behavior before. My, my girlfriend before her, and again, I never got to that point with this person. My girlfriend before she dumped me over text was acting that way. She's being real short over text. Suddenly she didn't want to hang out in not a group setting. I was like, okay, she's she's not telling me that she wants to break up, but that's what she's building up to. So I get home. I text her, hey, you know, cool to see you. Good night. And then she says, sorry for being weird, the, the weird uh, teeth emoji. Right? <laughs> and I was like, okay, cool. So I knew it. And she knew it. So I said, hey, what's going on? Why, why, are, things, why are things a little bit weird now? And she's like, oh. And then again, no one's ever pursued me this hard before. And I was like, I'm already, I'm already sitting here like, I wasn't really like pursuing you, pursuing you though. For her, she had different definitions. I guess nobody had ever kind of given her that kind of attention. And, I, and I'm, I'm, for me, I was just texting back in a timely manner. And, and a couple, how was your day text? To me, that's not crazy. That's a friend. I do that with friends. I'll do that. I've done that with Darcy. And I've done that with lots of people. Yeah, we talk all the time. All the time. <laughs> you call me after work on your way home, and I'm on my way home, too. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, you're, and Darcy, to be honest with you, I think you're even, this is rude, but I think you're the only person that I call back when I say, hold on, let me call you back. <laughs> like I, I, <laughs> now, I've, I forced myself to do that my, with my fiance, because, like, I, you know, you should do it. Like, you know, I should treat her better than I treat a girlfriend of mine, <laughs> you know. Um, that's something I had to adjust to. That's another story. So... She was like, no one's ever pursued me this hard, and she's and she's just start, she she was giving me the runaround of like. Wait, you're the only person I do that with too. There's a lot of people I say I'll call you back in a second. Just, never, just never, never do. do. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Sidebar. <laughs> a word from our sponsor. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. So the, and she's giving me the. <laughs> so basically, what ended up happening? She freaked out. And here's how she tried to word it later. She was saying nobody ever treated her so nice, so it scared her. To me, that's unacceptable. I don't think there's an excuse for it to kind of like pull the rug out from someone who's just finally starting to get interested, especially since you had to really talk me into it. But she's doing the 19-year-old. And again, my girlfriend before her was 18 and did that to me. So it, it made me, it just pissed me off because she's like almost 40. This girl's 36 years old, pastor's kid. I, you'd think she'd know better. And her her dad, like I had very good respect for him, you know, and I was like, I, I liked him. I liked him a lot. And I, I talked to him quite a few times and I was expecting more from her. I really was. I really was. But 
she basically, without saying I'm not interested, she was like, you know, we can still be friends. And, but, you know, just all the stuff that you, when you know it's over, you just don't want to hear because, you know, they're just, they're just saving face. And, I got annoyed a little bit with Darcy because I screenshot some of these and I sent them to her and Darcy was like, I just don't see what you're talking about. It seems normal to me. I was like, are you freaking <laughs> kidding me? <laughs> like she's clearly backing out of this in the worst way possible. Right. You know, and that's what ended up happening. But, you know, so I was getting a little annoyed with Darcy too, but you know, it's women looking out for each other, but um, no. So I, and then she started trying to invite me to stuff again. And I was like, I did, and I was just real short with her. I wasn't, I wasn't mean. I wasn't mean to her, but I was like, I'm not interested. Cause I, she just, the way she did it was so wrong. And it just brought back all the old memories of my last girlfriend treating me like trash. You know, I just, I don't like text breakups for that reason. I think it should be in person. If, if you don't have the, if someone doesn't have the balls to tell you in person, it's not working, then they're just not, they're not even worth texting back when they do that to you. You were over at my house when that happened, right? Well, I'll get to that. Okay. Because uh, the the part the time I'm describing the first time was at uh, my place. I was just getting ready for bed. We just got done with young adults, and so I was like, I was mad, and I, I sent you the screenshots. You didn't see what I was talking about, even though I did. And she told me finally was like, you know, I'm so sorry for leading you on. I'm sorry for giving you the wrong idea. And I was when she's like the wrong. I was like the wrong idea. Like you literally said, will you change your mind? <laughs> you know. A a week goes by. And she, she comes to Monday group again, surprisingly, because and I say I really do say surprisingly because she avoids conflict like nothing. Like if, if there's a chance things are awkward, she's not going. Cause like I had scheduled a whole movie night around her coming. I bought all these really nice snacks and the day of because because she ended things so abruptly and weirdly, she texted me, Hey, I'm not going to movie night. And I, I'd done the whole thing for her, so I was mad about that too. Well that following Monday after that Friday, she texts me, I'm not coming to movie night. Which, again, like, I, that's her choice. That's fine. But I, I, I don't know. It just, everything was so rug pull and just pissed me off. Well, that Monday, she comes to group. She's with her friends. And then after we all go, she texts me. And I'm with Darcy and Paul at this point. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She texts me again. And she's like, hey, can I ask you something? And I was like, don't talk. I'm like, I don't want to talk to you. But I was like, Sure. And then so she says, can I ask why you're attracted to me to begin? Or can you, can I ask why you're interested in me to begin with? And I said, uh, I, you know, I think you're pretty. And I thought we were having good conversations. I was just really, I just kind of felt like this could, this might've turned into something. And then she's like, uh, she sent me a blushing emoji. She, she's like, oh my gosh, me? And then she was like, I'm, you know, I'm sorry. I just, I, and then she, she was honest and she was like, I freaked out. And I didn't handle it right. I'm sorry. Like, it was a genuine apology, I think. And I read it to y'all, and y'all were very sympathetic. You and Paul were like, oh, you should give it another try. And I was like, no. I didn't say it like yeah, you that. Did. Well, I, I, okay. I said be open to it because yeah. I was explaining that every girl has a right. panic moment. Yeah, so explain that Explain that to me. Go ahead. Uh, every, we every, can go over an hour on this one. Okay. Every girl at some point in a relationship, at least from people I've talked to, I don't know, um... <clears throat> has like a moment of panic where yeah. they're like, I don't know if I wanted to do this and pursue this. Um, and it's not always because of like the other person. Sometimes it's just insecurities within yourself. Sometimes, you know, like it, it all depends, but there's like a, a panic moment. And sometimes it's all internal 
yeah. and they don't express it and they just kind of like figure out how to work through it yeah. and then they figure it out and like the other person is like either none the wiser or like saw you were trying to figure that out and gave you the space to do it. Sure. Um, and then other girls will outwardly just kind of like run. Um, and so I was like, hey, you know, obviously if this were to happen again, you know, it's a habit yeah. and do not, you know, if, if, if this happens again, drop it. But I wouldn't give this one isolated incident saying that this is the way she's always going to be because every girl has that moment where they freak out and it just depends on the person on what that looks like. Yeah. And maybe this was her one moment of freak out and things will get better now that she figured out, okay, this is something I do want to pursue. And was my standpoint. And you expressed that to me and I, I still had, I, I was one, I was still upset with her because of how she did it initially it just brought me right back to that last breakup. And that was, I mean, that last breakup is how I started getting these tattoos and got my ears pierced because I saw Paul had them. And basically, <laughs> that breakup drove me into y'all's arms. <laughs> you know what I mean? I ran, I ran to the next batch of friends I could make. That was a whole thing. I could do a whole episode on that. Well, and that was also something I pointed out to you in that moment. Yeah. I was like, hey, like, you know, I understand, like, you're upset about this, and rightfully so, but I do think you're overreacting to this individual yeah. incident because yes. of a moment of previous hurts that are now coming up because this happened I again. will say, I don't recall you pointing that out, but I, I know I was self-aware about it, at least. But but you, you, you probably did. It sounds like something you would say, so I'm not tripping about it. But um, anyway, I heard that, and I just still... Part of it probably was me still being butthurt. But the other thing, too, was, like, I just don't have a good feeling about it. Like, the, she did it exactly that way at almost 40 freaking years old. Mm -hmm. I had a bad feeling. But that's when she really started begging. <laughs> she <laughs> she really was like, can we at least hang out? Can we can we try? Are you sure we can't try again? And she, I'll, I'll admit, she wore me down. Because at that point... I hadn't had anything serious in about three years. So this girl that I'm talking about was last year. I hadn't, anything, I hadn't had anything worth talking about. So I was like, maybe I should give it a try. Maybe, maybe, her, maybe this is her pursuing the way I'm hoping she would. And do you need to take that? Mm -mm. Okay. I was like, maybe this is her pursuing the way I thought she, I need to be pursued, that, that, that pursuit I thought I was looking for. So I was like, uh, she wore me down. And I said, okay, how about Tuesday we hang out? Whatever day that was. I think it was a solid, it was either a week or two weeks. But, oh, it was a couple weeks out. We picked a day where we were going to probably, I, in my mind, we were going to go get ice cream. Well, um, the week before that, I went with my mom to Minnesota, and I was taking her to a conference, and I was, you know, hanging out with her. We were spending quality time together, and she was texting me, and we were talking, and I just wasn't feeling it. The first time before she rug-pulled, I was willing to settle. The texts and the conversations weren't as good as I was hoping, but they were good enough to where I'd have been like, you know, I can make this work. I can choose to be happy in a long-term relationship. When she rug pulled, that really opened my eyes to like, this is, I can't just settle. Well, and I remember too, because there was a point me and Paul were talking to you around the fire pit because like you were talking about things with her. And that's when we were like on the side of like, okay, drop this. This isn't the person for you. Can and you elaborate? Um, 
Like I, I could just tell that you weren't feeling it and mm. that it was definitely something you were settling for. Yeah. And I had the same conversation with her too, um, that y'all were both going to end up settling for each other and not because the other person necessarily had like things wrong with them that they needed, needed to change, but just because y'all's personality types weren't quite mixing in a way yeah. that would cause y'all to grow together and complement yeah. each other. Um, and so like not settle as in like you'd be, uh, you know, downgrading, but just yeah. in a way where like y'all just didn't mix. Um, and it, it wouldn't be fair to ask either of you to change things to mix because that was just y'all's personality. She didn't enjoy going out. She liked being, she liked being yeah. a homebody, Ugh, you I know, um, she, and we, we hung out a couple times and she likes to just come over and y'all be on your phones and watch a movie and, yeah, you know, like that was her and that there's nothing wrong with that. You know, like yeah. if that's the type of person you are. That's the type of person you are. Mm-hmm. Um, but it would be, she would be settling for you in a way where you like going out and you like having friends over all the time and you would be settling for her in a way where it's like, you know, like it just yeah. wouldn't have mixed. And you're being nice, okay, I will say, <laughs> because she would not be settling for me. <laughs> okay. Um, you know, and I know I know, I come across as cocky sometimes, but like I'm a, I know I'm a catch. And for her, she had never had anyone. I, this is just my opinion. I never ended up talking this through with her because we're going to get to the part that really pissed me off. <laughs> you know what I mean? We're going to go a little bit over an hour, guys. Sorry, but I'll try to keep it like an hour 15 max. But anyway, the part that uh, we have to get there. So finally, when I get home from the trip, I'm talking to Darcy. Well, okay. Actually, how'd she take that from you, though, when you explained that to her? How'd she take it? Uh, she agreed with me. And then I think y'all can, she continued to try to talk. Yeah. To so, that. so she's one of those like, oh yeah, you're right. And then does the opposite of what you're talking about. At least in that circumstance. She sure. Did, yeah. Sure. I don't think she had anybody kind of give her the same attention that I was giving her. And I wasn't doing it to lead her on. I was, I was just like trying to feel it out. And she wasn't, the, the, the biggest problem was she wasn't giving me the space to figure out how I felt. Mm. So when I told her, Hey, that Tuesday after I come back from the trip, we spent the weekend in Minnesota, me and my mom, not me and her. Me and my mom, and uh, she w- she wasn't giving me that space. So she had already started telling people we were dating. She told you, she? yeah, she told you we had a date that Tuesday. Oh yeah, she said that was a date. Yeah, and 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 she was already telling some of her friends who the, the, you know I haven't seen them in a while, but that she was telling them like yeah, oh my gosh, like we're together. She was that's what she was telling these people. And so you had texted me, hey, you might want to go ahead and clear it up with her. Like she, she's expecting a Oh, big... yeah, because y'all were meeting up for you to tell her that you weren't interested, but you were going to do it in person. I was going to well, let her to like be easy. Right. With but, it. but what I was going to do was like, uh, I was going to give it one date. And then if, if I just still wasn't feeling it, if we sat across from each other and just wasn't working, then I was going to tell her the next time we meet up, it's not working. Well, three days before that, she's telling people we're together. We got a date. We're doing like she's telling people, and people are asking me. I was like, uh, I, I, I'm going to have to call it early. So I, I told her, well, it's not really, it's not really a date. I want to talk about stuff first. Well, then she freaks out and she starts blowing up my phone. Well, what are we talking about? Is it something you worry about? Yep, blah blah. She's blowing. She wants to know. She wants to know. She, and I was like, well, now and the cat's out of the bag. I can't like. Right. So I, so I called her. I didn't text her because I'm I'm very against texting somebody. It's over. Yeah. <laughs> So I call her and I'm still in Minnesota and I was like, Hey, I'm not, I'm really not trying to be rude. I was, I was going to tell you in person, but I'm just not feeling it. And she's quiet the whole time and I can see her face. She's probably a grumpy cat face. 
the whole time. And why are you laughing? <laughs> Just go on. <laughs> I'm not cutting that out, by the way. <laughs> I'm leaving that in there. She's so quiet. I could tell she's a little upset. And I, and I was like, I was trying to be honest with her. I was like, look, I, I wanted to tell you in person, but you kept you kept pushing me too hard. You kept, you're blowing up my, and I was honest. I wasn't brutally honest. I was just telling her, like, I, I really think you need to be honest in these situations. Pull the plug. And so that's what I was doing. And I was trying to let her, I was trying to let her down easy. And it's like, I just don't think we're a good fit. And then she's telling me, okay, okay, okay. She's giving me generic responses. And then as soon as we hang up, she's blowing up my phone again. And she's like, you know, how can you say after a couple of conversations and a couple of texts, how can you say we're just not me? And I'm, I'm just telling, I, I told her, I said, I know when I feel something, I know when there's a spark because I've had it twice before you. I told her, I was like, I know what that feels like and I'm not feeling it with you. And I said, if you want, we can meet, we can still hang out Tuesday and talk about it. I can tell you in person like I wanted to do. And she agreed. I think you talked her into just meeting up and talking about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and then she wasn't having it. She was getting mad. And I, and I started sharing with her. I was like, yeah, the, I mean... The last two girlfriends, I started tearing up. I was like, they, they didn't work out, but I, I've been in love before, and I, I just don't feel that when we're talking, when we're hanging out. And then at a certain point, you could tell she was done with the conversation. She wasn't rude, but you could tell she just didn't want to hear anymore. So we leave. I start crying in the car. I was like, Lord, why won't you give me the right person? <laughs> you know. And then she drives off. And then she's um, she's still trying to bug me. She's te- she, I tell her, let's take a break from texting. Let's detox for about two weeks, and then we can we can text as friends. That's yeah, totally because she fine. was open to being friends after that. Still, right? She or said she said she was. She said she was, but we'll get to that. I got ten minutes left. <laughs> <laughs> um, she's inviting me to movie nights. She used to house sit and just watch people's dogs and watch the house. So she asked, "Hey, you want to come over and watch Harry Potter?" I was like, "All right, fine." Looking back, I probably should have said no to the one-on-one hangouts, mm. but I, I had I had girl friends who I could do that with, and it wasn't weird. I have a lot of those, not just you. Like I have a lot of people that we can hang out and nothing, you know what I mean? And none of us are trying. We're just hanging out and talking. I'm one of those people. And most of my friends that are women are like that too. So with her, I treated it the same way. I was like, well, we're just hanging out. So there was one night though, where you, me, her and Paul were around the fire and we're just, we're just drinking. Mm-hmm. And then we sit down at, on the couch, and watch a movie. Then she just tries to put her head against me. And she's at that point, we took the two weeks off but then we're texting again normally. Just and I, I told and she said, even though we're just doing this as friends, can we still hang out? Can we still keep talking? I was like, okay, sure. I should. I really should have just limited how much I talked to her back. Mm. Looking back, I, I I made mistakes too. I don't think anything crazy. It's just I really should have just set better boundaries because she she wasn't getting the message. She thought I was going to change my mind again. So we're we're texting in the afternoon or morning till nighttime, essentially. And then that one time we're all drinking and around the fire, we're all watching the movie. She puts her she puts her head on me, on my shoulder, and I was like, hey, stop. I told her to stop. Well, after that, that's when she started getting petty because then the, the next day she started getting short again, and then she's, like, not talking. She's not responding back unless I say, hey, are you good? Then she's like, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. I'm just, you know, I'm just tired. She's doing the, she's doing the runaround again. She's being, like, you know rude in a sense and she's playing the games well then i think this is probably the last one so she quit texting me and i by then i was getting it like okay now now she's given up she she doesn't 
she never wanted to be friends. She just wanted, she was just hoping she, I would date her and she'd get something out of me. And with you, I don't know if you want to tell this part, but she was trying to hang out with you more so she could be near me. At least that's the way it seemed. You no, this is you giving her the benefit of the doubt again. But yeah, I mean, I always try. <laughs> yeah, as best as possible to do that. I always try to do benefit of the doubt. I try to be devil's advocate in different things in order to grow my understanding yeah. and just see things from a different different perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, from from what it looked like, it, it did seem that she majority uh, of the time wanted to get closer with me and hang out with me because she knew I was the closest person to you. Yeah. Could be wrong, mm-hmm. um, but it did seem that way because pretty much the second you guys fell off, me and her fell off from talking. Yeah, yeah. Um, and when she was trying to get closer to you was when she started texting with me. Yeah. So um, the you timelines know, it, match. It could be, However. it could be ironic. It could yeah. just be, you know, she left group and so she just didn't keep up with anyone. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, from what it looked like on the outside, it, it did seem like she was trying to get closer to me to get yeah closer to you and me. Me having that experience again, she's doing it again. I was like, there was a big part of me that was like, I told you so, <laughs> you know, I told you she was like this, and yeah, but I, I kind of let it go. And, um, but the, the thing that really put the nail in the coffin between me and her just as friends, so she quit texting me, and I got, the, I got the hint, like, she didn't really want to be my friend, but. I w- I'm always the I always want to go the route of we don't have to be weird. Mm. So I I saw her at church again and she wouldn't look at me. Right? No. Oh, I know what you're about to bring up. Yep. Yeah, she wouldn't look at me, and I was like, oh, she she's. I, at first, I was like, I think this is just she doesn't like conflict, and I'm not a conf- I'm not a guy that's going to start conflict like that. I'm not. So she won't look at me, and there was one point where I where I I'm I'm like trying to, you know, kind of. Not make her uncomfortable, but be like, look, I'm trying to show her we don't have to be weird. So there's one point where ship starts and she's kind of standing in the back and her back's toward me. And so then I'm, I'm, I got coffee. So I playfully, I thought playfully, I thought playfully I had walked up and just kind of nudged her. And I kind of like, you know, smiled and tried to kind of wave best I can with, I was holding two coffees, one in each hand. And then she gave like a weird smile, like a forced, like, hello, <laughs> a forced acknowledgement. I didn't think much of it. I was saying, I, I thought I'd send a nice message of things aren't weird. I don't, I don't hate you. Nothing like that. That's why, that's why I thought I did. Well, the next morning, <laughs> Darcy texts me and says, Hey, what happened between you and so-and-so last night? And I was like, nothing. And then you, you kind of had to dig it out of me. Cause I didn't know what you were talking about. You know, like you didn't have a conflict. You're asking some, you're like, you didn't have any conflict. You didn't have anything going on with her. I was like, no. And I was like, well, I mean, I did give her like a, I, I gave her a playful nudge. And then what would you say? She's like, well, she texted me saying, uh, stay away from her. <laughs> I was yeah. like, it's like, what? <laughs> uh, she, she had messaged me to tell you to stop flirting with her and leading her on or something, if I remember correctly. And so that's when I had texted you to see if that, you know, what your intention was there. Cause I was, I mean, we talk all the time. I was sure yeah. that wasn't your intention. Yeah. But I don't know if you had some spur of the moment change of mind. I want to make sure I didn't yeah. shut her down yeah. and be wrong about it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so once I had figured that out, I, I let her know like that she was taking things out of context and that wasn't your intent with it and all of that. And then she was like chill about it and she was like, oh, okay, haha, my bad. And, you know, gave the like sweaty, smiley face. I'll tell you, thing. I was, I was but, livid. You're giving yeah. me the nice version of it. 
I was so I was angry. Yeah. So I'm at work and I'm I'm pissed. So I I'm in my office and I go outside and I'm pacing around looking at the view, looking out the window, and I was like, another terrible person, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and and I was like, I get so mad. There there are some women who think that when you talk to them that you're interested. Mm. And so there's another individual who was like, you know. Uh, texting another friend of mine. She's like, how do I let Caleb down easy? Because like, he's clearly interested in me, but I'm just not interested. And then they ask me, I'm like, I am not interested in that woman. <laughs> me having a regular, hi, how are you doing? Is uh, That annoys me. So she, I was mad because I took it as like, can you tell, can you tell Caleb to stay away from me? And I was like, I, all I did was give you a nudge and smile at you. That, that is not flirty. That is not lovey-dovey. I was mad. And then you said, you, you asked me, are you going to tell her and clear things up? I was like, I can't. If I text her again, I'm going to start, mm. I'm going to, mm, I'm going to dig into her. And then he said, okay, well, let me, you know, I think it's a good idea if you leave her alone. I was like, I agree. She's a piece of sh-. <laughs> you know, I'm not talking, to, I'm not going to ever look at her again. Yeah. She's, she is so annoying. She is so, so, would you call that self-centered in a way where she just thinks I'm leading her on and like, I don't know. She built me up as this guy that's playing with her emotions like you know you know what i mean i don't know what would you say what would you call that what's wrong with her (laughs) uh so if you think that everyone's coming on to you or obsessed with you i think you're either probably like self-centered and think you know like everything revolves around you type of thing yeah or um you think that applies to her i don't know i don't I don't think she like thinks she's better than everyone else. So I don't I don't really know. Yeah. Maybe it's just like a um it kind of gave me the feeling that she just didn't have very many male interactions mm-hmm. and she's never had and she did say she's never had a guy as a friend. Yeah. Um and so from that perspective I think she just got confused with what Yeah. You know, that looks like she confused herself. Let me say, because I, I, I was so nice to her and I hate it when I'm treated bad after I'm super, I'm super nice to somebody. I don't mean like one singular moment. Like people have their bad days and they get snippy. Um, but with her, like with her, it just kept happening where she just kept treating me like, like bad and making Mm -hmm. assumptions. And, and like I said, like the, she quit talking to you as soon as she was not pursuing me anymore. And again, I don't care if she lost pursuit. I, I kept trying to get her to forget about that and just be friends. So, but I was mad too that she didn't want to talk to you anymore, you know? Um, so, yeah. I know we got away from the original point of the episode at, at first, but the, all that to say is she. this woman was almost 40, no married, no kids, which is a red flag, number one. Number two, age doesn't mean anything, dude. Like, it, people can be immature at any age. Any age. I'm sorry. What I'm describing to you is something I should have gotten out of another 18 or 19 year old that I had been trying to date. You know what I'm saying? Right. I mean, that's like what I said in in the beginning. Like, should age mature you? Yes. Like, should the older you get, the more mature you get? Yes. Should you be having people doing the same stuff at 40 that people do in their 20? No, like you shouldn't. Mm -hmm. But like, is that the way it works now? Yeah. That was a year ago. As far as I know, she's still single. I can't imagine why. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, sorry. (laughs) I'm not cutting that out either. She doesn't listen, so it's fine. Oh, God. Um, yeah, and oh, after that whole thing where If you, I get a text, I swear to you. Well, she she didn't ever listen to the show. That was the thing. Like, I don't know. She never took... I, I, I made it a point to take an interest in what she liked. 
She did not do that. Like, I sat down and watched Harry Potter with her. Everyone knows on this show I hate Harry Potter. <laughs> and I, I sat down and watched with her, and she wouldn't listen to my show once. So, I don't know. It was very uneven on a lot of things, not just mm-hmm. that. Not just the immaturity. That was, uh, that was the biggest issue. But the other stuff was, like, there just wasn't enough there. So, and that's kind of why I wasn't feeling it. Um, anyway, what do you think? Any other thoughts on that? You described that situation before. That's the one I, I like listening to that part because you tried to dis- you tried to summarize it, and it sounded so stupid. But that's what happened. Yeah. <laughs> like that's how it went down. Yeah, it was ridiculous. I couldn't when it was done, and you were telling we were talking about. It, I was like, I don't know what happened. Right. It was just straight up. I I, I just call it immaturity. Yeah. On her end, you know what I mean. And I was like, how how are you almost forty, and that's how you treat people? Because she had had boyfriends before me. She told me about them. Okay. And I was like, how, why do, why would they treat me the same way they treated their, their boyfriend who was hitting on underage people? You know what I mean? Why would they treat me the same way? Mm. You know what I mean? I didn't do anything to them to deserve that, but right. you know. All right. Well, and, and, I, <laughs> you want to close this out there? I you think thoughts? with that. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to end on a rant. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're the one that's strict about time. So it's one sixteen. We're at an hour and sixteen minutes. So okay. you got you got, you got anything to lighten the tone so we don't close it down on to me yelling, me raving, raging at stuff. Raving. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you heard me, audience. <laughs> Uh no I I don't know <laughs> put me on the spot <laughs> I'm not I'm not like a sunshine and rainbows person to like yeah. lighten the mood I just make it go darker <laughs> All right how about this for the audience I'm gonna do a backflip right now here we go ready and stick that landing perfect that was beautiful <laughs> wasn't it Darcy wasn't that cool that was beautiful you didn't <laughs> land on your throat this time. <laughs> Guys, if you go into YouTube and type in the wheel before the third, you will talk, you'll find the video she's talking about. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for joining us this week. Sorry about the overtime, but, you know, we'll see. Maybe people listen all the way. Maybe not. Love you guys. See you guys next time as we dive into Lord knows what. <laughs> see you guys.